You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. If they had not changed the name to Twisted Metal, it probably wouldn't have been such an iconic series. Yeah. So then I says, no, not the fucking Rockagon. Welcome back to Twig. <laughs> I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I'm the Rockagon. Uh, not the fucking Rockagon. Remember this weekend when I said, Frogger, I barely know her. And I, <laughs> Everyone I, lost it. I didn't even think it was that funny, but everybody died. That's the verbal equivalent of a shit post. <laughs> it, it surely is. was. Because you're like, this is the least effort I've ever put into a sentence. It and was. everyone goes, this is the best thing you've ever spoken. I feel like that's 80% of what you and Sarah say. It truly is. There, you just, you guys just spout verbal shit posts. Verbal shit posting. And sometimes that's what they're we're all about. Oh, God. Anyway, this week has been a week. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, not even, not a terrible week, I would say. I mean... I think I feel like I say that every week. Every mm. week has been a week. And Static is probably sitting in his car going, yeah, we get it. Go on with it. Yeah. So, Morgan, what did you play this week? Um, I booted up Destiny 2 on both the PC and the PS4 because I was like, oh, well, we'll see. Yeah, cross-save doesn't work. Beautiful. Yep. I, I thought they were. This wasn't developed by Bethesda, but... Uh, Good job, Bungie. No, it just but it, works. it was managed by Blizzard for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But cross save mm. doesn't work. That's great. Yep. Um, I also I downloaded and played for like 15 minutes. Neo. Because Neo. It, it's the uh, PS Plus game. One of the PS Plus games for November. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know like what exactly the story is. Play style. Blah, blah, blah. It's Dark Souls, but with Samurai Sword. Yes. But yeah, not, but prior not, to Sekiro. Yeah, but not Sekiro. And it, I played, I got to a point where I died and I was like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. Not yeah. that it was hard, but I know the further into the game I got, I was going to be like, nah, fam. I'm, I'm told that that game is, like before Sekiro came out, it had, everyone that talked about it was like, if you need to play Neo if you like Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls, but with Samurai. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And all I, I ever knew it. was it was a white guy that was a samurai. And I remember getting getting them confused. Uh, I used to get Dark Souls and Demon Souls, not Demon Souls, Dark Souls and Dark Siders yeah. confused because I saw ads together like so frequently. Right. And I hadn't played any of them at the time. So but now I know the difference. Same thing with um, Neo and Nair. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, now I know the difference. Yeah. yeah. But um, other than that, I was playing Couch Potato Simulator mm-hmm. all week. I watched all of Outlaw Star in three days. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. It's not. Oh. I've been proven wrong. It just isn't. I sit corrected. You are sitting. Not correctly. <laughs> it's I, that definitely may be, something. That may be true. My posture is all sorts of screwy because I'm just, I'm, I've given up on today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you a slouch slut? Yes. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. That's it, though. That's all I played. Oh, Rob, what have you played this week? Uh, I. Oh shit! No, that's not all I played. I forgot about my extra life shit. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, extra, extra life, life was last weekend. We'll get into I, it that. It feels like it was a week ago. It, well, I mean, it was, but it feels like it was but an like, eternity ago. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. It, it feels ago. like it was in the last 
podcast. The, the last podcast yeah. bubble. Yeah. So the last podcast uh, during on the Extra left. Life, I played a few games. I didn't play a lot. I just played a few. I played Forza Horizon Four, Doom twenty sixteen. I played Breath of the Wild. Yep. Super Mario Odyssey. Some Smash Brothers. You guys all played Overcooked. Yeah. That was a great time. I don't know about played. <laughs> well, Experience. I think Overcooked played us. <laughs> I, I managed Overcooked. You and sure everyone did. Everyone followed my orders. You sure did. Sarah's just sitting there in the corner like my wife is so hot right now. Yeah. Didn't I'm know pretty I had... sure she did say that. I, I yeah. did. I didn't know I had a thing for expediters, but <laughs> apparently I do. We run Expediter the Expediter life. That's what you used to do. Yeah, I, I so... did it for three and a half years. But um, I think that's all I played during Extra Life. I didn't play a lot, but I was consistent with playing the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Outer Worlds for a little bit. Oh, no, I didn't play Outer Worlds because I, never mind, I lied. Sarah played Outer Worlds. I sure did. Outer Worlds was played one way or another. It was. <clears throat> um, yeah, I on my own time, I played Outer Worlds um, at the end of Saturday because you and Al were finishing up, or you were playing Abzu. And I was like, I've seen this game a million times. It's just pretty chill. And I had been present for most of the streams the whole day. And I just needed like to step away and like play a game. And I played Outer Worlds for a while. Um, and then I, I know that I played Shock Fights on Saturday. I played Tekken 7 for Shock Fights. Twice. That was fun and terrible. I watched that back and I was like, oh, my God, I'm uh, so pale on camera. Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, uh. And then I I, I know that I was present for I was very present for Persona, but I wasn't playing. And I was here for I was present for most of Persona. That last chunk of Persona where all of a sudden I just got an email that was like, you just spent three hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah that was like, I don't have that. That was alarming. So that that's when I was like, well, I'm switching seats with you. And then I was completely out while I was trying yeah. to get everything tracked. And down like, and that's out. when the entirety of the story happened. <laughs> I was starting I to get into it because I looked up and I'm like, what's going on? I was I was finally after like um, months of you guys playing it. I was finally like, oh, I don't know what happened before this, but now I'm here. Now I'm into it. Yep. So that's exciting for me. Um, and I was here for Al playing yes. Fatal Frame. <laughs> That was easily <laughs> one of the biggest highlights. So, Sarah and I decided to go into the clip dungeon. Oh, yeah. I had to show of Morgan. All of Al's oh, stuff. Oh, my God. I, and, I need to reclip the one where he punched me. Oh, yeah. Because we were looking it for starts. That. It's a nine second clip. It starts immediately as he hits me. So if you're trying to watch it on mobile, the play button hasn't gone away. Yeah. With the gradient by the time that he does it. So you can't really enjoy the full effect. Yeah. There's no lead up. So I need to reclip it. Um, that play was probably the highlight of so my evening. So, so fucking when funny. you guys were playing this, I was in the living room with Annabelle and Nye. Yes. And I can hear clearly everything that is clipped. Yeah. From yeah. the living room. <laughs> All I'm the like, screams. Every now and then I'd hear a scream and be like, that's going to be good. Uh, that would be good. And there good was later. so many. Like, if anybody is like, oh, I missed all of the streams. That's so many to catch up on. I, I know the first one you have to watch if you're going to watch any of them is Fatal Frame. Because I need it's to just export that one to YouTube so it's archived forever. Forever. Because it's so. A, it was a great time. B, 
<laughs> it was Al just, is such a weenie <laughs> with horror games. It's I like, love it. <laughs> the first hour and a half. It's just we him in the menu. We didn't do shit because he was just hiding in the menu, which sounds very like, why would you watch that? But it sure didn't feel like it because it was so fucking funny. Yep. <laughs> and then you finally took over. And that was even better because. Because then we just gave him like a blanket and a pillow to hold on to. Yep. And he did. Oh, it was so good. That was such a good way to end Extra Life like three hours late. It was funny because like he came out of the studio for like, I don't know, you guys must have taken like a quick break or something like that. Yeah, we did. And he came out, just went straight to Niles like, I need love. (laughs) He was so scared. I'm so scared. (laughs) He was so scared. And Fatal Frame uh, is one of the most well-designed horror games in my personal opinion. It's so good. It's a good game Just the first one. The second one was kind of eh. It just, oh man, what an experience. And then, like, we, uh, when did we even finish? At like midnight? So we were, yeah, right around an extra midnight. Two hours or something? Yep. Insane. Yeah, because we started at eight. We did a four hour oh my stream. God. Yeah, so worth it. Though. Only about two and a half hours were gameplay. <laughs> yeah, so worth it though. Um, so I was present for that. Um, I didn't like really play anything on the stream because it was, I was just here to have a great time. I was really sad because Nye was going to stream some Bloodborne, but even though she was hardlined in in the living room and I was hardlined in here, it still crippled my stream. And I'm like, I feel really bad, but I'm going to have to tell her to shut the stream down. Yeah. Like only one person can stream at a time. And it's I was like, this is so dumb because your download speed is great, but your upload speed was just like trash. Your upload speed was like two. Trash upload speed sponsored by Cramcast. Yeah, I don't understand why that happened. But I like, yeah, and it sucks because, you know, I'm not going to say like anybody who wants to stream can go use our Internet because that just can't happen. I have another person who lives right. in my house. So There's I wish strangers I could, walking in. I your wish house I could and... say that, but I can't. So it's like, ah, well, <laughs> I figured being hard lined in would be fine, but apparently not. So yeah, it's I like, guess not. Uh... So that sucked. It would have been fine if only one of you was hard lined in. You know what I mean? Like, if, maybe. I, I mean, we had that one year where Joe streamed 26 hours. Because of, he wasn't hardlined in. He was just Wi-Fi'd? Yeah. Hmm. Weird. We'll have to try to do some tests some other time. Another time. Well, we were also running a different network then. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have the big beefy boy router. Yep. We had two separate routers. Yeah. On either end of the apartment. So maybe that's, yeah, something. But it was, it was such a good weekend. I think, like keeping it small knowing exactly what was going to happen like morgan and i personally usually will bring down all the tvs every console all the computers everything we and brought this down year, the xbox we brought down tv we yeah. brought down a i don't want to call it a spare tv but a spare tv that is just like begging me to use it as a computer monitor and the Xbox and the switch and that's it. And it felt great at the end of Sunday to pack it up in one backpack yep. and just go home. Make one trip. It wasn't, I have to go down, grab one TV, yeah. grab two TVs. Having less people this year and like trying to keep it as streamlined as possible and not trying to fill every hour slot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I wanted to put more <laughs> of an emphasis on games that we could get through in a single run. Right. So, you know, we started off with Never Alone, get all the way through that. I mean, I twisted metal. I was never going to be able to get through with my father and myself. Yeah. That was just for Um, a fun time. Yeah. If if it's not like beatable within that time frame, 
it has to at least be fun for that time frame. Mm-hmm. Like Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Or, something with not really like. Or Overcooked. It's not a story that people are going to end Twisted Metal and be like, oh, I really want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, sorry. Go back in time 26 years. However, um, fun little facts about Twisted Metal. I really do want to get through the arcade mode in that game. Single player because. That was the only Twisted Metal to date that used live action cutscenes. Yep. Oh. Um, which they had to film twice because the game was not initially called Twisted Metal. When they named it Twisted Metal, they had to record the scenes again because initially it was the high octane competition. So the original ending cutscenes for Twisted Metal started off coming into Calypso's area and he said, Congratulations on winning the high octane competitions. I remember having a demo disc where it With was high called octane? High Octane. Huh. Yeah. Because we bought a PlayStation. I'm sure if you still had that, that would be. <laughs> we bought a PS1 the week it came out. That's oh. nice. I wonder, like, if they had not changed the name to Twisted Metal, it probably wouldn't have been such an iconic series. Yeah. Because, like, who cares about this weird game named High Octane, whatever the fuck. You know, I think <laughs> a, it's a little bit of, it's a 50-50 split because they put such an emphasis on Sweet Tooth mm-hmm. being one of the characters that you know is PlayStation. You know it's yeah. Sony. If you see Sweet Tooth, you're like, oh, well, that's that's, that's a PlayStation game. That, but, like, if you if it was still high octane, you know, blah, 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 I'm, blah. Yeah, the high octane. It was just high octane. But, like, if they still put that emphasis on, like, when they did their ads and all that stuff for just the console alone or for the games, you still would have known it. It just wouldn't have been as popular. I mean, not to mention, they've done some incredible work on advertising because Twisted Metals 1 and 2 were really good. There's a new live action. 3 and 4 were out. terrible. I haven't watched it yet, but they, I know they have Aloy in it from I... Horizon. Hell yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw that pop up. I'm going to have to check again. I've literally been waiting um, to watch it for you, so. Oh, God. I need I need to see it. We always so, watch them together, so. Yeah. Um, But I remember when Twisted Metal Black came out. Yep. I think it was Black. Um, They did. Or no, it was the new reboot of Twisted Metal for the PS3, the 2012 version, where they built Sweet Tooth's ice cream truck, put it in the middle of a desert and then put in a laptop that could remote control a belt fed machine gun. Yep. So you could essentially like try and grab a 10, like a minute long time slot or however many seconds or whatever, 30 seconds time slot at destroymytruck.com and you could control remotely from your computer a machine gun to destroy Sweet Tooth's truck. And I was like, this is insane. Like, how much has gone into this? Mm-hmm. I I remember playing, I think it was Twisted Metal 3. I think it was 3 when Sweet Tooth's ice cream truck turns into the mech. That might have been Small Brawl. Um, well, there three and four were trash. I never played Small Brawl. OK, um, but it was either it was some somewhere between two and four. But it, I remember I mean, playing because he, he was it, like, were Sweet the cutscene graphics looking terrible? I don't remember because <laughs> this honey, this was at least 15 years ago. Fair. Minimum. And I played so much yeah. Twisted Metal. I remember every ending cutscene, the exactly. animations. All that jazz. But I, I remember that because that was like one of the final bosses of an area was to defeat Sweet Tooth's mech. I'm going to have to I'll have to look into it. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, because three and four, the entire Twisted Metal community was like, these games should not exist. I'll still go and play them. Um, then there was Black Small Brawl. 
um, the reboot, the reboot, couple others, but yeah, I'm surprised they never brought one to the PS4. Same. I'm honestly surprised that they haven't like opted for a live action movie yet because there's so little plot that needs to happen. Yeah. Like even the movie Death Race, I guess you could call it a reboot of Death Race. Yeah. With Jason Statham. Good movie. Good movie. But even that had a much more in-depth plot, I think, than you would need for Twisted Metal. Yeah. I mean, unless you decided to delve really hard into... Like, into individual characters. Into the characters, yeah. like Axel's story and Calypso's story. I feel like even... Uh, I would love to see, if I had my way, a like a Netflix original series. Yeah. Spanning X number of episodes where each episode is a character's story. Yeah. Because they had such... Calypso's a twisted fuck. Yep. And I love that about Twisted Metal 2. But I like that by Twisted Metal 2, Sweet Tooth had pretty much like figured out how to run Calypso's game. And his only wish was to become a caterpillar. I remember that. Yeah. I forgot about that. he was the Thanks. world's ugliest caterpillar. Yep. It's disgusting. Anyway, uh, anything else that you played of note? Uh, no. I really wanted to play uh, more Outer Worlds, but like... <laughs> you played Pocket Camp this week. I did play Pocket Camp. I've been like trying real hard to... Because they got all the events going on and all of the re like rewards are like played Animal Crossing for 10 days straight. So I'm like, ah, fuck. Well, I can't miss it by a day because I didn't feel like it. So I better play. But yeah, that's it. I, I yeah. just had Morgan set up the Xbox today so that I could play Outer Worlds again because, you know, I don't work Fridays. And right. I had to, all I had to do today was like maybe do some dishes and finish my twig notes. And... Instead, I felt really sick. And then when the sixth was over, I had a horrible migraine for like two hours. So I was like, great. <laughs> I'm accomplishing jack shit today. Perfect. Sounds like a good life. I had an adventure in week games this week. Yeah. Adventure in weeks this game. And yeah. <laughs> it was a game adventure week in this time zone. Um, so Just... starting with Extra Life, I mean, aside from having gotten to play Fatal Frame again. Yeah. With Al. Which, was, which uh, hilarious. I also Wonderful. love that Mark was here for that since that was the series that's like booted up. Yeah, dude. Yep. As a as a two people doing something. Yep. I love it was so great to have him here for that because do, he do was we still have OG. Yes. Fatal oh, yeah. up on, on YouTube. YouTube I don't recommend it. No, I mean, just to see stacked. the difference in quality. Oh, God. Yeah. We now have a uh, a Mackie Pro FX 80. Eight version two soundboard and like Behringer mics and it the a, sound is much better. A boom arm. A boom arm. <laughs> we did not have that. No. When Mark and I started, we were recording on the Roxio capture card from the PS3 yep. in our living room on one microphone. It was the yep. Blue Yeti, which I turned the uh, omnidirectional on so it would pick up sound from every direction. We put it on a stack of books so it wouldn't pick up our like the noise of us. And here's here's the kicker. Here's the painful part that I'm like, I can tell from here you're going to shudder. The Roxio wouldn't I couldn't figure out how to get the Blue Yeti to run through the Roxio. So it's not like recording in OBS. We recorded our all of our audio to Audacity while recording the gameplay. So you had a time our stamp. sync. We didn't even have a timestamp to sync it. We would legitimately go to the menu and, and it had one, two, new three. game load game options. And we would just go new game, load game, options, load game, options, load game, new game, load game, options, load game. And I would try and sync that up with the movements of the menu. 
and then hopefully I didn't even like, you know, in editing, you can link an audio yeah. file with a video. I didn't even know how to do that. So I'm clipping them separately. Well, and that was before you went to college. It took me eight hours to edit a half an hour episode. And that was the thing that drove me to to be like, I need to go to school for this. I want to I want to do this. I like doing it, even though I'm horrible at it. And I need to put an education behind it. And so now you're I not did. horrible at it. Now I'm not horrible. Now here we are. You can edit this entire podcast in like 15 minutes, Max. Yeah. Here we are, what, four and a half years since Yeah Dude started? Yeah. Five years? Yep. Five years. We've all had a massive glow up. I've gained at least 50 pounds. I've switched genders. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I've been a total new person. <laughs> yeah, so. you were reborn. <laughs> we've all oh, had our God. born again Morgan. <laughs> yeah. We've all had our comeuppance. Yep. And it's it's great to see how far things have come. And like mm-hmm. I'm starting to see people that pop in like I mean, static has been there from the beginning yeah. and then kind of come in and out until recently when he's been mostly a big part of the community. Yeah. But it's interesting to every now and then see people like Mooncat or mm-hmm. John Crow or other people that I used to know in, on Twitter when I was very actively trying to promote the Yadud yeah brand. Yeah. And seeing them be like, dude, it's crazy to see where you guys are at now, mm-hmm. like that you just stuck with it. It's so like, I don't know. It's almost unreal that like, yeah, we're not big or anything, but we have a really good community of like a solid maybe 50 people. And that's kind of nuts. Yeah. Like we have merch that I can purchase. And if I wear it, people are like, cool sweatshirt. And I'm, I want to be like, yeah, this is my my brand. <laughs> this, yep. is, this is me. And if you get the the raw zombie exclusive yeah i swear i'm not coming for you rob zombie i swear to god uh, I'm sweater not. then people be like oh what's wydg and you're like oh podcast network uh no big deal but i kind of you know put stuff out on there yeah all the time. it's like it's so fucking weird especially just... when your next project hits yeah and then you can just be like yeah just go to this website this, yeah like instead of my stupid video game ding dong podcast it's like <laughs> this is my serious project why didn't that become the name <laughs> Stupid video game ding dong podcast. One hundred and thirty-five episodes in, we finally named <laughs> we it. Found no, the name. That's that's my next project: video game ding dong. <laughs> video game ding dong. <laughs> we, can we just rate ding dongs from video games? No, it's we can be start, totally different than that. We can start with Conan Exiles and how mad I am that in the PS4 PlayStation Plus version, they fucking censored the dongs. What the fucking hell? Oh boy. Um, so my other two major highlights from Extra Life being. Um, shock fights. Yes, because very fun. The way we ran it this year, I think, opted more people to participate because they're like, they you don't have to be like, I'm bad at fighting games and I don't want to have go into cardiac arrest from the electric shock yeah. and losing. So now it's like, okay, well, if you win, you go up one notch. Yep. Which like they're not huge gaps. It's not like the shock collars where you have low and kill me. Yeah, and it so, hurts. Right, and the shock collars, they yeah, they burned. We had like scorch marks for a little while afterwards. Um, But the TENS machine's not like that. The TENS machine's just really uncomfortable and inconvenient and really entertaining. Yes. So a lot more people got involved. And I think the the pinnacle of that was when we all decided, how about we put one pad on the bicep and one on the forearm, and then we're just like bicep curling the controller (laughs) uncontrollably. Because it was just seizing... The whole arm. When I was um, fighting Al and he was over in the chair uh, off to the side and I was on the couch, I heard him say, look at how my hands are. And his hands have like, had turned Oh, he was claws. playing claw. He had claws. 
And I remember thinking that's very funny. And I was watching it back this week and I was like, oh, my God, his hands look like fucking lobster claws. That's hilarious. But also, I remember the exact moment the second time when I got, I think, one higher, one level higher than I had before. And it was like it felt good for one second. And then that second like little (laughs) buzz, it was immediately like all of the veins in my forearm were just on fire because of the the jolt and i was like oh yeah. i'm done oh my god it gets to a point where i feel like i have a metal rod running through my yeah. arm and it's vibrating yeah okay but hear me out tens machine plus cuphead tens machines right there babe we and can do oh it every god. time you die it goes up a notch you guys would be <sighs> fucked i would love to see that with dark minutes. souls or bloodborne yes. no that i mean that's too easy <laughs> compared to cuphead yeah what if we made naidu bloodborne shock bloodborne oh she she wouldn't shocked. yeah she wouldn't get shocked at all because she knows bloodborne like i mean alternatively every time you beat a boss it goes up mm. Mm. yeah that's a good one yeah there's a lot of bosses in that um, game. so outside aside from that though um i think definitely one of the highlights of my weekend was how close the bendy and the ink machine speed race was between yes. john and myself that was so a fun to watch and b i was so proud of both of you because i i think you you definitely beat yourself by like I did. four places. Yep. I don't think John beat himself. He did not. But you were somehow so close. Like he was ahead of you for so much of the beginning of the game. And then you were ahead of him for so much of it until the very end when all of a sudden he's in Joey Drew's house. And we were all like, how the fuck are you yeah, there? We all went, <laughs> what happened? What hacks are you using? It was so funny. And I still ended up winning within game time. Yeah. He won with uh, out of game real world time. I don't know how that happened. Legitimately, time wise, I don't know how that happened. Me either. But I was able to submit that race on the leaderboards. And now I'm in 11th instead of 14th. Hell yeah, boy. Or 16th or wherever the hell I was. I don't remember. I'm in 11th now. It was great. I'm still not top 10. That's fine. So I just need to get good scrub. Yeah. Another thing that was really fun about that is having the the number two and number five person on the speedrun board. Yeah. In the chat, like yep. they always are every time you play Bendy. Every time they see it pop up, they're like, well, we got to get in there. Yeah, it's so funny and so nice. Yeah, shout out to Steve TV Online and uh, Riz Graystar. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It might be Grester, but uh, Riz, regardless. Very good. They've both been very helpful in yeah. trying to get our speed run times down. And I don't remember which one of you did it, but one of you got the, the Boris crotch shot. Oh, that was that was John. Yeah. <laughs> that was not me. Because uh, there's a specific way you have to go about yeah, it. Yeah, I, he I was like, not. he was like, look, I'm doing it. And I looked and all I saw was just black. Yep. And I was like, OK, <laughs> I have to take your word for it. Good for you, bro. Uh, no, I got to a point where going down the elevator before the, the Boris crotch shot was uh, like figuring out whether I got it or not. Yeah. Which I didn't. Uh, where I was looking out the elevator and I could see the levels. Yeah. Like not the floor levels, but like the whole level itself. It was weird. Very reminiscent of when I broke out a portal. Um, so then, yeah, that's that was my my memorable bits of extra life. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are listening, you want to check them out. Hopefully, like right after this podcast, I'm just going to hop on Twitch and export them to our YouTube channel so that you can watch them. Yeah, because I want those to be saved forever. Yeah, I think I still have the video from our first extra life when we were playing uh, Hotline Miami. Oh, yeah, I think so. And it was trash quality. That was that one microphone in the middle of a room of like 15 of us. And everybody was shouting to be the loudest. Yes, it was not a good time. 
it was a great time. It just wasn't fun to watch later. It's, it's not a good watch back. We'll put it that way. Um, yeah. So then outside of Extra Life, I uh, played more Amnesia for stream. Yeah. I'm near the end of it. I you're, still don't know what's going on. You're very close to beating it. I have no idea what's happening. Yep. <laughs> I've Same. watched so many Let's Plays of it. I have um, no idea what the plot is. Mark and I beat the main storyline for Little Nightmares. Yeah. What the fuck? Very good. I'm going to have to go back and watch the first two hours that you did. The, because uh, the creators of Little Nightmares just released a game today. Is it Little Nightmares 2? No. It's called like Little Ambulance or something like that. Or oh, Ambulance. God. You play two EMTs. It's, it's, uh, it's only in Japan and Europe currently. You're... Yerp. And yerp. Um, yeah, that game I highly recommend if if anyone's been like on the fence about it. It's very much like the style of Inside or Limbo. Mm -hmm. But my God, it's it, it leaves a lot open to interpretation. I really I really liked just watching the last hour and a half. I was like, oh, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's got the puzzle aspect and it, the way that they did the creatures was just yeah. something else it, very unsettling in a lot of ways and i loved it it was very good yeah and then i played a little bit of dauntless this week mm -hmm. it didn't go great we tried playing last night with uh al annabelle and myself and it was having some some issues oh, aside no. from the fact that like al's internet had a stroke as always as per usual thanks Maine. yeah um Keep but outside of there. that like i ended up dodge rolling through the ground and falling to the abyss <laughs> a couple times <laughs> yeah typical dauntless stuff seems like that shouldn't be possible still like sure. it but yeah and then the <laughs> the game i've had the weirdest time playing this week breeders of the nephilim mm -hmm. not an mmo mom so. turn off the show <laughs> turn it it's off something my god <laughs> I want to see Monster Factory do a thing of it, but I don't think it would be able to hit oh, YouTube. Oh, God, no. Not without a lot of censorship. Um, Where's the fun in that? Exactly. So I, I threw a character together. I think you guys were here for that. Mm -hmm. uh, I threw a quick character together, ran around, banged a few people, and then couldn't figure out what I was doing. I got back into it um, earlier on this week. I want to say probably Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And... Because one of my coworkers also got into it and had a real time with it. Like just got completely lost in the world. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, maybe there's some good shit going on here. So I redesigned a new character. Uh, chick with a dick. Yep. Hell yeah. She's like an orangish watermelon pinkish sort oh, of color. That's a weird um, description of a color, but sure. Yeah. Oh, no, no, never mind. It The, the watermelon theme was because her skin is greenish, mm -hmm. like not quite deep green, like watermelon green or like Gamora green, but like a lighter, Meat. lighter, like, yeah, it's like a spearmint green. Meat. Um, But her naughty bits are all like maroon, pinkish. You might want to see a doctor like that. <laughs> nope, not at all. And sometimes uh, they, they glow. So hell yeah, there's that. But I started playing that and like really trying to figure out how the game should be played. Mm -hmm. It's. <laughs> it's I don't even know how to how to describe it accurately. It's got a Pokemon vibe mixed with a Harvest Moon vibe. Mixed with. I 
I don't even know what else to that put is in there. Somebody's dream game. It's because like you go around, you start off in an area. You've got like a little farm stand thing, farming area, and but the whole thing is sex based. So Great. like, you start off, you talk to a crazy painted elf. And she's like, yeah, everyone here is a Nephilim and you're the only human and everyone wants to fuck a human. So congrats on being you. Hell yeah. But what I thought was interesting with it is that the dialogue will change depending on the um, your your sex organs. Mm-hmm. So whether you decide to be female, male or um, futa, mm-hmm. it, it changes like what they're capable of and the way that people interact with you. It doesn't stop anyone from doing anything with you because yeah. they're like that. They're just mindless sex machines. But so I was walking Hell, yeah. around and I found uh, like a Gorgon, maybe like snake lady. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was she was there by her pussy portal. Hell yeah. Trademark. And <laughs> that's part of the game. Blow holes. <laughs> Blow holes. Blow holes. So um, I go talk to her and she's like, yeah, I'll open the portal for you, but you got to fuck me first. So we did that. What and a then shame. I opened the portal, went through the portal. And then it so you led opened me, a portal. It led me nowhere. So I opened a portal. <laughs> it led me nowhere. So then I did some more walking around and I found the pleasure fields and uh, pleasure pastures where there was a giant floating statue. And I was like, what's going on here? And all of a sudden, thick cowgirls out of nowhere. Oh, like. I feel like they'd be right up Rody's alley because they're not like overly furry. The males are. The males are like straight up anthro bulls. And you you walk up to them and you've got like three options. I don't remember one of them, but I know two of the options are seduce or surprise sex. Amazing. So it's got a little bit of a champion uh, corruption of champions vibe going as well, but not text based. And apparently everybody loves surprise sex. And then it jumps into a mini game to try and catch them where you have your climax bar and their climax bar. And you have to click rapidly to keep yours from maxing out Mm -hmm. until theirs maxes out. And then you can catch them. Oh, I was going to say how how polite of you. But mm, no, then you then you catch them. Great. And then you can take them home and milk them for their fluids. And then you sell bodily fluids for money. It's. It's weird that it took that point for this game to be weird for me. (laughs) (laughs) Not the whole like animals or the fact that there's one human and a bunch of Nephilim. um, And so my other friend who's been playing is so much farther in than I am. Of course. Unlocked a lot of different areas, (laughs) found the demon area and was like, yep, this is where I'm going to live now. Uh I texted her last night and she's like, yeah, so I found shark girls. They're not pretty. Oh, uh, they weren't. <laughs> they very weren't. Great. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different areas. And one of the things that really struck me is the last time I loaded up the game, th- right at the title screen, uh, it's like this game is going to be DRM free and won't cost anything without microtransactions forever. It was designed by one guy. Wow. The whole thing done by one guy. One freakazoid. Yep. Freakazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. So, so yeah, there was that. Uh, That's pretty much been the extent of my week as far as games go. I can't say that I'm proud of it, but I can't say that uh, I regret any of it. I'm probably going to get back into Breeders of the Nephilim and like see about doing a review or something. Maybe something needs the world must know about this game. (laughs) It 
It was a time. I mean, like so far, Team Yeah Dude has raised six hundred seventy dollars. Six hundred seventy dollars, which is insane. Yep. Uh, uh, there's still time, guys. If you want to uh, see me dye my hair, <laughs> yeah, to hit a thousand, um, or a thousand. if you want to see Sarah murder her, punish her butthole. Oh yeah, I will punish my butt. Hi, Taco Bell. I would like to punish my butt. Yep. Uh, Al won so far of like most donations because all of his friends and family wanted him to wanted to see him play a scary game. Yep. So that's great. I'm glad that that works. He's going to be our team captain next year. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't intend to be. It just I guess <laughs> I beat you by five minutes. Yep. That happens. It's still I'm sad. Did you get we, your shaker cup? I didn't get platinum this year. I what? should have done it. I should have done it in I January. Got a shaker cup. I got a t-shirt yeah. on its way. Nope, I got I like a decal. I didn't get anything this year. I only raised 90 bucks for me. I think Al was platinum this year. Which, yeah. Which is good for him because he's also now going to have the shirt and the yeah. shaker cup. And yep. I think whatnot. this is the first time that I haven't done platinum. It's also the I, first time they haven't had a phone case. I, yeah, which is fine, I guess. But I, uh, I had, I would have had the money back in January when I signed up. And for some fucking odd reason, I thought, I'll just wait. You know, because money never would have never would have anticipated that in November I would have negative money. The, I don't know why I didn't think that's of that. That's the most American amount of money you can have. Yeah. So I don't get to live in the dream. I don't get any mm. of the benefits of of uh, raising anything. I think I would have unlocked a shirt and probably the shaker cup. I don't know what the, the shaker cup were. was like really low, like yeah. 50 bucks would have been cool because I. I don't have any cups. I don't I don't drink out of glasses. I don't have any like travel cups for iced coffee came with, or like, hot some, coffee. Some G fuel energy blend stuff. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's optional. You don't have to use it for that. I mean, yeah, it's just it's a thing. That's you could there. just boof it and put it up. It also butt. I thought it had like was going to be one of the ones like if you've ever gotten a blender bottle, they have the little metal whisk ball. Yeah, mm -hmm. doesn't have one of those. It oh. has like a little insert that like stays in place. But it's almost like those uh, the apple core slash slicers. Yeah. Where it just sits in there and then you close the lid and you shake it and everything's just going through that. Oh, I guess that still works. Yeah. I was like, I haven't tried it yet. Because mm -hmm. um, like the shaker balls are OK as far as like breaking up uh, slim fast. Yeah. I don't know how this will be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm just going to end up with like chunks of powder. Who knows? The movie Dune will be in my chocolatey drink. <laughs> Anyone that got that reference, give yourself a pat on the back. Five points and welcome to being old. Yep. Um, <laughs> it was a great. It was Fuck a you. I think this was a really good year. Like it really was on a personal level for pretty much all of us. This year fucking sucks. But Extra Life was great. <laughs> so what the fuck ever, I guess. Ah. Uh. Going yes, on with things that have happened this year. I think you didn't finish, get, finish your sentence because I may have interrupted you. Uh, donations will be open. Donations will be open until the end of the year. The end of the if year. If you do want to yes. try and break the thousand <clears throat> and make Sarah eat a spoonful of Dave's Insanity. Which is the nastiest hot sauce I've ever tasted. And it literally brought me to tears because not only was it very hot, but it tasted so fucking bad. If, if you want to know what it's like, you can just head on over to our YouTube channel where yeah. we already put it on some chicken wings. Yep. Boy, that was a time. And that was like a drop on a chicken nugget. Yep. This is an entire spoonful with no chicken nugget. No chicky nuggy. And no the, milk. Oh, God. So, yeah, games that are coming at you next week. On Tuesday, November 12th, we'll see Doctor Who, The Edge of Time for PSVR, PC, and, and PC VR. 
uh, Golem for PSVR. There's a lot of VR shit coming out on Tuesday. Yeah. Thursday, November 14th, the release of B Simulator. You can see what all the buzz is about on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I hate you. I Me too. Paranoia. <laughs> Happiness is mandatory for PC. Then Friday, November 15th, Pokemon Sword and Shield for the Switch. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And Jumanji, the video game. It's a video game based on a movie, based on a game, based on a movie, based on a game. Yep. Uh, for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. This is like the one time that I will forgive them for making a game based on a movie, based on a game, based on a movie, based on a game. Because Jumanji, the first, the first new Jumanji was so fucking good. And as soon as we watched it, I was like, I can see where they would make this a game. And now a few years later, here they we are. are. So I, I, this is the one time it's forgivable because it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the epic free games for this week, starting Thursday, November 7th. That was a few days ago. Blast from the past. Nuclear Throne and Ruiner. Ruiner is a Devolver Digital game. If you have not already seen the wonder that is Devolver Digital, I highly recommend them. They make some very fun. They're just fun games. Shut your brain off and play. Uh, and then starting Thursday, November 14th through Thursday, November 21st, we'll have The Messenger. The first time in a long time I've only seen one game up there. But that may change by the time next week rolls around. First Who time in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they've been uh, doing spooky, spooky adult games and such for October. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, anywho, on that note, we're going to take a brief break to tell you all about the, the lovely ways in which you could help support the podcast. And we'll be right back with some game news. Yeah. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. The people getting offended by OK Boomer are the same people that were calling millennials snowflakes for getting so easily offended. Welcome back to Twig. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw it on over to Morgan for posterity and news. Oh, this is my part. Yeah, it is. I'm Morgan. <laughs> you are. Uh, so as Proxy said for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 135. We are recording this on Friday, November 8th. And this will hit your earballs as of Saturday, November the 9th. Uh, to start off our week, we got some Uncharted the movie news. Oh boy. Again, this year. Uh, so the Uncharted movie will allegedly begin filming in early 2020, probably February, according to film news site DiscussingFilm.net. Uh, the film also has a new director, Travis Knight, uh, making him the fourth director of this movie. Previous three directors left for various reasons. Uh, Travis Knight directed Kubo and the Two Strings and Bumblebee, as in the Transformers spinoff movie, uh, but worked on animation for a handful of other movies, such as Paranorman, Coraline, Kubo, Love and more. Paranorman. Uh, allegedly, Tom Holland is still slated to play young Nathan Drake in the film, so there's that. There's one bit of consistency that we have, short of It's Uncharted. That's all I have for that. That's all we have for news about Uncharted. I'm sure that'll change in two weeks when Travis Tom Knight... Tom Holland leaks something? No, when, yeah. <laughs> when Travis Knight leaves. 
you know, because that's how it works with Uncharted. Uh, moving on from there, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate News. Uh, Terry Bogard from SNK has now been added to the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate roster as part of DLC. Also part of DLC, a new King of Fighters stage was added. Uh, the game was also updated on patch 6.0, which added new me costumes as well. It's like four new me costumes. I don't even I didn't even see what they were, honestly. But there's that. It's been a slow week. So mind you mind us. With what we have for news, it's pretty dull. <laughs> uh, Apex Legends news. So Apex Apex Legends now has a firing range for practicing. Uh, patch 3.1 brings this new firing range mode along with some bugs, bug fixes. <laughs> they brought bugs this time. Uh, <laughs> of course, you have to. Along with some They're bug, just prepping for the Steam yeah, launch. Along with some bug fixes and other additions to the game. Uh, you can load into a small arena alone or with a squad and practice with any weapon in the game against target dummies. I think it's literally like the training area for Apex anyway. Uh, moving on from there, some critical role news. We don't normally talk about critical role, but we will at this point. Uh, back in March, the critical role team decided to launch a Kickstarter to try and make a short animated special of their tabletop adventures from their first season of their stream D&D series, Critical Role, The Legend of Vox Machina. In just a few days, they blew through the their initial goal of $750,000 and announced they would be able to create an entire animated season with the money they were quickly raising. Uh, the Kickstarter ended up raising just over, uh, wow, just over $11 million. I can't see if that, it, I'm going to say 11. It could be 1.1. 1. 1. I nope, don't know. That's 11. $11 million. And the project sat in the behind the scenes limbo since the Kickstarter ended in April with writers and creators working on the story. Critical Role announced this week that Amazon has picked up the show and is helping them create two full seasons of their animated series to be streamed exclusively on Prime Video. Oh, I'm so ready. Uh, they say that Kickstarter backers who pledge enough to unlock access to the show will be able to access the first season for free, as promised. But season two will be Prime Video only. That, that's fair. You're getting yeah. what you were promised if you Basically, backed yeah. it. So, I mean, cool. I guess. I mean, it, yeah, I can see people being upset about it, too, just because, like, you know, I helped bring this into creation. And how how dare you, depending on how much you backed. I but mean, you know what? It's you, at the same time. It's like Jeff Bezos doesn't need more money from Prime. For you the people you who helped it. get the Ouya. I did. And where is it now? Collecting uh, dust. Paperweight. Yeah. Collecting it's dust. The, it, it's the paperweight of the future, my friend. If there was paper in the future. Yeah. We're trying to be green friendly here. We are. That's why there's no paper under it. Uh, uh, you see? Uh, uh, That's how that works. Cool. Uh, and like I said, this is a small week. Uh, finally, uh, Elder Scrolls Online news. The Elder Scrolls Online free trial, free to play based game, began on Wednesday and will be running until Wednesday, November 13th for PC, PS4 and Xbox One players. Uh, ESO is also on sale for this time at 50% off until the 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern on the PlayStation Store. And the sale ends Monday, December 2nd at 10 a.m. Eastern for PC and Xbox stores. Did I just miss the whole podcast? You did. Uh, wow, the free to play five minutes? The, the free-to-play free trial, as well as the 50% off sale, is only for the standard edition of the game without any DLC. That includes Morrowind. 
So you do no. not get Morrowind. Oh, yeah. In the standard Which edition. I was trying to figure out what 50% off means, right, on the ESO website. And Hi, I'm back, by the way. And Hi, back. I'm dad. <laughs> and <clears throat> um, it's like, play the free trial. So I clicked on it. And the first default link on that page is for the deluxe edition of the yeah. game. So you have to manually click standard edition of the game. And then you have to click what console you want and or click what console you want. And then it'll say, OK, PlayStation Store or Xbox Store, GameStop, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, all those places. Half of the links were broken. The remaining half led directly to Morrowind or elsewhere. Specifically, like those versions of the game. It just works. It just works. And the only one that was true to, to form was the PlayStation Store one led to the standard edition of the game said it was 10 bucks i was like okay but every single time i navigated away from that page to go visit a store it would revert back to the deluxe edition of the game that was not 50 percent off so i don't know if it's a bug or if it's purposefully deceitful if that is the case i think that is illegal my friends well i think the free-to-play version is only the pc version is free to play normally nope. Because it's on Game Pass, and, like, if you go to the PlayStation Store, there is no free-to-play version. I think the console versions are the ones that you technically have to pay for no matter what. It said on the website for this one yeah. that it's Xbox and PS4 too. Right, but I'm saying, like, when it's normally free-to-play... Yeah. It's only PC that it's normally free to play. You actually have to physically buy it. Right. I think that's been true all for the, the other consoles. Times. I think that's been true all the other times because it's been on Game Pass. So for that, it's like whatever. Yeah. And I already own it on PC. Yeah. So it's just like, are you being purposefully deceitful or what? Probably. It's Bethesda. It's so, yes. Yeah. It feels really shitty to be a fan of a company and be able to say, yeah, pretty sure you're just fucking with us because that's what you do now, I guess. That's like all the game major AAA developers feel like they've been on a downward slope for the last few years mm. between like what's been going on with like the issues of Bungie losing accounts and transfer for um, Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah let's not and get salty about that. No. Blizzard just being Blizzard. Yeah. And Ob then Obsidian Bethesda. is the only one that's killing it right now because they've stayed under the radar for so long, just making good and they games. Aren't yet owned by EA, to my knowledge. <sighs> they are not. I don't know. Everybody missed my hot take about the Critical Role thing, though. What's your hot take on Critical Role? Okay. Because I had a little, not a hot take. I was like a lukewarm take. What was yours? Um, that I feel like they Jeff Bezos really didn't need your prime dollars, and if you backed it in the first place, you they could have done to be like, yeah, just have both seasons. They raised $11 million. They could have created two seasons of a show on their own. They didn't need Amazon. Okay, that's not even my point, though. Since backers are getting the first season for free, for free, if you pay money for something, it's not free if it's included. It's just included in the price. Since backers are getting that, I can't be that mad. But if I gave you, if I was a fan of us, and I gave our Patreon. Love Twig Podcast. Love to hear one one day. <laughs> if I gave our, our Patreon $20 <laughs> and said, I love what you do. I'm so excited for this super secret project that Sarah has. Here's the $20 for that so she can get that started. <laughs> and I, being me, 
went ahead and made that project, but I didn't put it on Patreon or out for free and instead went to Amazon and said, hey, make this Prime video only so people have to give Jeff Bezos more fucking money. I think that person would have a right to be a little mad. Yes and no. Because if I'm giving you money for something, I want to benefit from it. I don't want to give Jeff Bezos more money. I really don't. He has a lot of it. And he doesn't pay his workers enough. Yes. And I, it just... Your Jeff uh, Bezos take is on point. It just... It kind of sucks. I'm happy for, for Critical Role. I'm happy for them because that's a big deal. They are probably going to be able to make two seasons at least of this and enjoy that and make a lot of money because they deserve it. They're just voice actors. They're not rich millionaires. They deserve it. They've worked really hard. And especially on like critical role, whether it's one campaign or the other, they work really hard on it. And I think that this is good for them, but it fucking sucks because it's Amazon. I mean, I can't say that I'd be any less upset if it was any other video platform. Um, I mean, I think the major thing with it is not so much like, you know, selling out because you could put video anywhere. They could put this on Vimeo and, yeah. you know, lock it off for everyone else that's not a backer and then backers can go on. They could direct download it. But when you're looking at producing a series like that and being able to do two full seasons and, you know, I mean, granted, they're all voice talents. Yeah. But I don't know if they're pulling different voice talents no, in as I think well, if it's just them. I'm pretty sure it's just them. It's a um, lot of them are writing it. And they're all doing their characters and everything. And I'm assuming paying animators yeah. and everything else and other, together. And other writers who can turn the, the campaign thing, into a story. The thing that they won't be able to do as well. And I'm on the <clears> fence <throat> with this because it is the Critical Role team. They're pretty well known and they're pretty well established yeah. in like the Geek and Sundry community. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm a little on the fence with it being them. But like if it was us... It's like, yeah, you could put it on YouTube. You could put it somewhere. But the thing that they're going to get out of Amazon, they won't get anywhere else is the, the distribution. Yeah. Amazon's going to pump that shit out and make sure everyone knows that yeah. it's happening. But that... they'll advertise it on their other Amazon shows and mm -hmm. they'll advertise their other Amazon shows on it. And with any luck, they'll be able to make more revenue on it to be able to produce more of what they want in yeah. the future. Maybe more seasons and maybe some movies. All, that would be great. Uh, I mean, yeah, that comes at the cost of just sucking Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos dick. But yeah. But, like, that's why it's great for them. But yeah. It, like, and I'm not a fan of Critical Role. I, I They have, I think this first campaign that they that the series is about is over 300 hours. And if I look at my Podbean stats right now from the last year and a half that I've been using it, I only have, like, 296 hours of podcasts listened to in a year. I'm now curious about mine. That's a lot of hours. That is so a lot I'm of hours. So I'm never, I'm never going to listen to it. Because they do like but a I podcast love, a week and, and it's, they're, they're two like, hours long. At least. So like respect for that. But like I'm never going to listen to it. I'm never going to be a fan. But I love all those people. I think they're all really great. And I think they're all very funny. And some of the moments are pretty good that people like clip and put on Twitter or whatever. But oh God, it just it. I don't even know where to find how many hours I've put uh, in my life. I know I found mine in settings in my little person. I don't want to rate the app. I, I clicked on my little person and then listening stats. So I am loading forever because I connected to my home internet and now my phone doesn't know what to do. <laughs> but I don't know. I, it's not even a hot take. It's just oh, like. Oh, there it is. I, I'm not. I don't know. 
Yep, I am at the level of scholar. It it. Uh, I have three hundred seventy-seven hours and forty-nine minutes total playtime. I have, but I, I also have a long commute to work, and I listen to podcasts for most of that. So yeah, I have two hundred nineteen and hours and twenty-eight minutes, and I'm a professional. I have thirty-one hours to go before I'm a scholar. So that's a lot of that. that. That's a year. That's a year of listening to at least one hour long podcast every day on my way to work and usually half of one on my way home from work. And maybe some every now and then when I'm in the shower, getting ready for work in the middle of the day, in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night, <laughs> in, the, in the morning. <laughs> and yeah. And just I don't know. That's so many hours of a show to listen to and like become a fan of. And it's I'm like, sure it's oh fine when you're God. watching it in real time. But that's the kind of that's why I can't do most Netflix series. Because I can't they can't be like, we just released all five seasons. Go watch all of it right now, because tomorrow everyone's going to be talking about all five seasons. Yeah. And I'm like, I I can't. I don't have that kind of time. I (laughs) can't crank out a hundred and some odd hours worth of a show in two days. Yeah. That's that's because you spend most of your time in the car. Yeah. Right. If you had a 10 minute trip, you'd be like, oh, okay, I can watch an episode here and there. Maybe. Yeah. It just I don't know. It's like um, when when new seasons of Ruby come out. I love and Ruby. everybody's talking about it and it's like dude i am literally entirely behind on that it's never gonna happen I've to be fair with ruby though the episodes, episodes are very short i've that only seen three that does not matter and i know that it's great and i love all the people at rooster teeth who work on it they work so hard but it's like it's never gonna happen am i ever gonna watch the newest season of black mirror fuck no <laughs> i don't have that kind of time <laughs> did you watch the one with the fighting game at least no no, the Miley Cyrus one. Oh Miley no, Cyrus. I, I heard about it though. Yeah, there's an episode with her in it, but it's I like don't understand. It's like the first understand. episode. Of, like, of this season. I think she's a pop star or something. I don't know. See, I don't even know. There's like five Black Mirror episodes I've ever seen, and then also the interactive movie one from last Bandersnatch. Christmas. Bandersnatch. That was last year. Benedict Cumberbatch. That one was pretty good. Benedict Bandersnatch. But uh, also, real quick, I just before this leaves my brain, um. It's leaving my brain out of worlds. It's going to be available for the Switch as of early 2020. Oh, yeah. And as of right now, if you're not a PS4 owner, you can pre-order Death Stranding through Ooh. Epic or Steam. They're coming out the same time for summer 2020. $60. Yep. Nice. Also, I went, when I went to look at the Epic free games for next week, I saw that they have uh, Red Dead 2 on there. And I was like, I thought that was supposed to be Rockstar Launcher only. No, you can buy it. It was That's launch- literally what the Rockstar website no, said. It was launching on the Rockstar launcher first, oh, and then it's launching okay. on Epic and Steam come December. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, okay. Side note: watched the cinematic and gameplay for Diablo Four. Mm-hmm. Want? Yeah. Need. Gotta have. Yep. Unfortunately, one of the gameplay things I was watching was a stream because they had a lot of people down at BlizzCon that were able to stream yeah. uh, the demo or what they have built so far for Diablo 4. And they're like, unfortunately, what Blizzard has said about the game is that it won't even be coming out Blizzard soon. Yeah. So and I'm like considering years. it was a 13 year gap, I think, between, between two, and three. two and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they never said that that was coming out soon. No, but I also remember when this when Starcraft 2 was announced and then 10 years later, it finally dropped. Yeah. 
But I also remember the uh, the issue of I think it was EGM and PC Gaming Magazine that had the Diablo three cover eight years before launch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. Blizzard. <clears throat> but it least- sucks because Blizzard used to be known as the company that took its time and put out quality games, although they took forever to make. See, I would expect two years. From now, from now. If they're saying not Blizzard soon because Blizzard has ramped themselves up in production and development and all that stuff where like, I mean, Overwatch came out, what, four years ago? Three years ago? Three. Yeah. Holy shit. And now shit. we have two, which is supposedly coming out next holiday. Yeah. Now, Overwatch 2, now it has a story. I was reading an article um, about how their Jeff Kaplan from Overwatch was saying uh, that Overwatch 1 developers have been working so hard on 2 that Overwatch 1 stuff is getting overlooked. Yep. Like, there was supposed to be a lot more crap happening for the Halloween event that just didn't happen because they're so busy working on two. And I wanted to like take Jeff Kaplan by the shoulders and shake him and be like, you have enough fucking money. You coward, just hire more developers, but can't do that. Cause I don't know where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to sound <laughs> that's, like That's shit. what stops you. <laughs> that's going to sound like It's not the shit. getting arrested for assault or anything like that. It's fine. It's legitimately just, I don't know where he lives. <laughs> he should be also so happy. Um, recently kojima was interviewed because death stranding yeah. right and he says that he wants kojima studios to get into making movies i mean fuck yeah in the future not Please. not now he wants to work on at least one more game but he also wants to make movies i would fuck with that it as has long to be. as he doesn't get involved actually no that's fine i was gonna say as long as he doesn't get involved with guillermo del toro no but perfectly fine that would be That's fine. perfectly fine. Del Toro's curse is on games. See, I feel like every time he like tries to take part in a game, it gets canceled. Now, if he were to join up with Del Toro for a movie, it would be some Kurosawa shit mixed with Del Toro's dark side. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Del, Del Toro, Toro has done some incredible cinematic work. That Del Totoro. Del Totoro. That man loves monsters. Yes. So much. I want to meet him and be like, thank you for making monster loving. Okay. <laughs> thank you for everything. Yeah. It's, uh, it's thank so you for being great. Afraid. And like hearing, seeing the interview with the guy who made the Hellboy comics, because obviously the comic art style is very different from what Del Toro did cinematically. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the new Hellboy and I need to. It's good. I own Same. it. <laughs> I'm going to have to borrow it from you if you'll relinquish it. Um, Maybe after the podcast. Uh, anyway, but. I remember the they were interviewing the comic creator and they're like, so what do you think about what Del Toro did with your work? And he was such a Del Toro fanboy. Oh, he's like, basically, when he came to me, I was like, do whatever you want. I love everything you've ever done. Oh, that's so (laughs) nice. And honestly, a lot of it was true to form as far as like Jonathan Hurt as Professor Broom. Yeah. Perfect. Spot fucking on. Yeah. And. I've become so accustomed to the Ron Perlman Hellboy mm-hmm. that I can't even see him not as Hellboy in other things he's in. The new guy, David Harbour. David Harbour does a real good yeah. job. I One of my friends is supremely into Hellboy, like the, the comics and the, the first oh, same. movies. He's my favorite and, hero, period. But he also loves David Harbour to an almost creepy degree. And he was like, I'm nervous because I love David Harbour and I love Hellboy. So I would have seen this movie anyway. But because I'm a super freak fan, 
I, my standards are really high. He came out and he was like, fuck, that was good. So if somebody who's like super fan of Hellboy and like keeping things true saw this movie and was like, yeah, it was real good. I'm only a little bit sad that Del Toro never did a Hellboy three because two left off on such a note for a third one to happen. But I mean, again, Del Toro went on to do Pacific Rim. Yep. Which is beautiful. one One of the most iconic movies of our age. And he didn't even have to put like there's there's like a thing going on between Mako and the main character. But like it's not like it's not a it's not a Matrix Reloaded thing. (laughs) It's not like the point of the movie. Right. The thing like and I really love that they they brought the most embracing that they did was the very end when the helmets tapped. Yeah. Like the fact that they brought a term like drift compatible into the universe that now we can use that as we use on a daily basis. We use it all the time because it it just makes sense. Sometimes you just are drift compatible with somebody, but there's no way to say that. You can't say soulmate because that's really weird. And like sometimes it just that just works. And also Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) What a specimen. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh god I, I hate that the second one was such a flop i haven't even seen it but i want to because i love john boyega so much honestly like it's it's good it's nowhere near as good as no, the first it one. it was never gonna be there was no way to top that no <laughs> it's very there's so much don't watch the cinema sins for it because it'll ruin everything i mean yeah i don't watch those anyway but if you ooh. if you go into it just like i want to have a good time cinema wise mm-hmm. you'll have a good time yeah it, I think it's one of those of... you're like ah sweet robots I love it. There's, yeah. Because there's one that's like one of my new favorites, a little small robot. And it like it's basically a glorified mech. Oh, um, that some scrapper threw together and it rolls up into a little ball and rolls around. And it's oh. wonderful. Like an armadillo. Yeah. That kinda. sounds like fun. Anyway, I think I've rambled long enough. Yeah. We sure. Uh, talk about movies a lot now. I missed the whole show. Next up, that's, Twim. <laughs> yeah, this we can uh, or Twick. No, nope, we can cinema. Nope, nope. Twim. Twim. I'm going to go for a twim. We'll have to have Al on that one, though. That'll be a, a thing. Either that or I got to reach out to Shane and. Um, why am I forgetting his name? Purdy. Mr. Purdy. Sure. I'll remember eventually. But uh, the guys that do Unreal to Real. Oh, and yeah. be like, hey. What if we guest on your show? <laughs> what if we ruined your show? <laughs> oh god that would yeah because uh going from our realm of fuck you jeff bezos to public access television <sighs> yeah probably I, not oh, the best no you yeah. can't have to have a fill-in for me yeah you can't also bring me on because you know that i can't control myself i'll just have to have al because like his wholesomeness will balance balance yeah. out the few f-bombs i inevitably drop yeah it'll be a good time it'll be my dream to be on npr and just ruin npr <laughs> hell yeah you're listening to NPH. Wait. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys, have a wonderful week. I hope you enjoyed our rambling slash extra life recap. And we will see you again next week for more game news and tyrants. Yeah. Tirades. Go to bit.ly slash team. Yeah, dude. It's a link in the description. Get to our team page. Uh, Help us reach a thousand dollars because we all want to see my hair a fun color and Sarah yeah. suffer. I want to do your hair again because you got soft ass hair. I do. (laughs) Honestly, there's part of me that's thinking about dying it this weekend. And cut. (laughs) Do it.
This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yeah Dude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yadude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com. Thank you.